1: Like to apologise
0: for what? <laughs> to absolutely no one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the two-time champions, absolutely. Hold oh. <laughs> oh there, buddy. All right, we're back in.
0: Hello, guys. We're now doing a new segment where we review classical albums, old albums that you never liked albums that we do like but we haven't heard them in quite some time. Yes. And we're just here to jog memories, our memories and discuss about it. Is this the first episode?
1: This is the first episode.
0: This is the first episode. So welcome to this new segment. This new experience by Mayden Shafford.
2: Yes sir. Yes sir. All right. Um, the album we're doing today is 2014 Forest Hill Drives by J. Cole. Um, incredible body of work. I have nothing but high praise for this album. It's one of my favourite albums. I think it transcends just the genre and is one of the greatest albums ever made.
1: That's how I feel on it. And that's the episode because that's basically how we feel. Tune in next week. We'll talk about it some no, more. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm playing. No, the album is, again, I'll listen to it on the way in. It's, it's, it's his best album. It's still incredible. Um, It's very well. I think he produced everything on mm-hmm. there as well um 14 tracks no features i know obviously there was the whole discourse about the meme about that and whatnot but honestly (laughs) it didn't need any he absolutely did it, man. it's a fantastic piece of work i think the reason why i like this album the most for me because it's hard to get an album where an artist can encapsulate the singles well but also the b-sides are just yeah are, are like a to B sides because mm. his singles have always been an issue with me, with him, and with everybody, really. He's kind of had that whole thing, the discourse with, you know, Nas, letting Nas down where he made uh, workout and whatnot. But the singles on here were way stronger. So you had um, No Role Models, obviously, still charts today, still mm. doing really yeah, well. I think yeah. it's like platinum or whatever it may be. Um, yeah, and like the B sides are really strong. So 03 Adolescence is one of my favorite songs by him, period. Some of his best storytelling is on there. Saint Dupre is a great song like just to escape and chill and you get, have songs like GOMD where it's like, the production on there
2: is in top tier it's that like, beat switch
1: it's crazy I didn't think he could do that I feel like his production has always been decent mm. but I didn't think he had the ability to be able to do that mm-hmm. so for me I think everything aligned the stars aligned on this album it is by far his best yeah. and it
0: dropped in 2014 as well that was, that was December wasn't it it was because I, I remember that time like the fact that it dropped in twenty fourteen.
1: Mm. Boy.
0: Yeah, December ninth, twenty fourteen. So like he was trying to clear us up some some samples and everything like that. Oh, yeah. was it like tentatively
2: <clears throat> not gonna drop in twenty
1: fourteen?
0: Most likely it wasn't gonna drop. It,
1: it was in the documentary, I remember yeah. watching it. He yeah. he talks about it. And even like it's notes itself,
0: he even discusses about it not well, it dropping on twenty fourteen. Mm. So like twenty fourteen forest hill drive dropping in twenty fifteen doesn't make any sense. Oh, I to hear a lot it. of people however that's his yard in 2014 is like 2014 so that's yeah, yeah, yeah I hear it the stars are alive. the stars
1: really really and truly aligned for that yeah. album um, I think it's just an encapsulation of everything we love about him he's be, he'd been able to talk about you know stuff that he's always been really like transparent yeah. and I feel like on that album he definitely gave a lot to, him, like, to us as far as you know talking about his life his how he grew up you know his his trials and tribulations, especially on you know the last song where he you know he discusses it all. It's kind of like a diff, like an ode to um last call on college dropout where he's just rambling on and on the way Kanye did. Mm. Um,
2: I think it's a a real. I have what I like about it as well. It's a natural. It feels like a natural progression in terms of how he just come from Bournemouth Sinner, which you know we've discussed and said to amongst ourselves is a good body of work is it's is actually a great album it aged really well yeah that album. It really but did. to come off that and then deliver this which i guess i don't want to get too much into what he delivers afterwards makes it even more sad the two albums that i think came after it but to stay on topic yeah i i even like that progression as well that the two came out back to back and he was just in a zone which is always great to see when an artist is just at the peak of their powers, which I think he was at that moment in time, and I, and to echo what you said, I think when you
1: listen to the album, he he sounds like he's at his happiest mm. because when you hear when you hear him on Born Sinner, the the album was so good, but it was quite dark, mm. and you could tell he was addressing loads of themes to do with like you know, um, uh, cheating and um, alcoholism and like yeah. aspects of his life where he felt like ashamed about it, and one. Other thing that I don't think people really realise, when I went to see him at the time, I've seen him a few times in concert. So when I saw him during Born Sinner, you could see it like he came out with like a Hennessy bottle, like he was drinking. He was like kind of a bit more sloppy on the stage. He was just trying to get the songs out and the emotion out. Whereas when he was on 2014 at Forest Hills Drive tour, you could just feel there was a different energy about him. It was in the O2, you could see like, he felt like he was at the peak of his power. He mm. was clean. Performed from the beginning to the end. It just seemed like he was way more in his element, so. Yeah. It's a very
2: cinematic album as well, I must say. 100 like, Yeah, it feels big. It feels, that's why I think it's, you know, I still go back to it. It's And it's one of those ones that you remember where you were, like when it dropped. 100%. Um, yeah, second yeah, year, uni, definitely. yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> had to had to love that that was perfect and the songs on it the highs on it are just so high as well that's the what's thing. your favorite song on there i hate to be because i'm always I that guy but it, it, it is g-o-m-d
1: g-o-m-d is probably the best
2: song on there like oh
1: <coughs> probably not for me but like, I, like no, if i, yeah. I want to look at it like completely just, objectively. It, just yeah like it's
2: a bit like how i view sycamore being the best song on Ashworld, which you know you might you can easily disagree but, like, just how much of a high it is and everything that it does. The beat switch up on GOMD more specifically, incredible. And uh, for me, it's I even love it more because I love the video as well oh, yeah. of them trying, it's about the slaves and trying to get Amazing. away. That's yeah, clean, yeah, yeah. man. And just, <laughs> you know, when he knew he was in his element when the man said, This shit's retarded. He, like, <laughs> he knew, he knew, he knew. Yeah.
1: That's what I mean, you know.
2: He cooked. For real.
0: I, I think for me, my favorite, well, my favorite song is The Tales of Two Cities. Oof. Yeah, let's let's one. give that song
1: a little bit of, of, of credit right now because even the beat on that is hard. Mm, even yeah. when you head to gun where it's like running nice. like pff, boy yeah. crazy.
0: But um I think the best song in this album is 0 Three Adolescence. Mm. Cause he's speaking about like him just being like, yo, listen, I'm Brock, but I see you're up in it. And like a lot of people at the age of 17, eighteen like I remember there was a time where I'm. I i do not think like there was just a couple people like who were teens, but you know the F boys. They were they were up. Mm. Their man were up. But you get what I'm saying. So like in the UK, being an F man was was big. Like no one was trying to sell. No one was trying to push drugs back no. then. Um, but in the states, pushing drugs, light work, light work. And then you're coming through with the with the foreign, and you, what you're you're pushing better cars than the, than the teachers and so on and so forth. Bring me in. And then you're like, yo, like. I see what you're doing but bring me in It's like nah I ain't bringing you in like, do you get, like how much love a person would have for a friend to say I'm gonna bring you in because I know this life ain't for you firstly but secondly you're going to have a future whereas me
1: this is me for the rest of
0: the time yeah, like I'm gonna Damn. make it but I don't know if I'm gonna make it every mm. man goes
1: through that route right of passage in life yeah. everyone listening to this knows that there's a point where you think can I actually align myself with these choices and that's why I love that song so much because yeah. his friends saying, nah bro you I want to be like you. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. one of his best. It's one of his best story selling songs, and it's my fa- my personal favorite on the album as well. Just and so like so the mentality as
0: well of the drug dealer. He's like, listen, bro. Like I got, I got, fa- I got, got four brothers. I got, I got <laughs> family to feed. and yeah. Mom ain't really doing nothing about it. So yeah. it's either I do this, or what? I'm mm. just the guy out here who's just the nobody. So mm. I've got to do something and then now I have to imitate life where it's larger than what my situation is because if I don't, then boy, it's over. I don't know how I'm going to cope in yeah, mentally. So, that, so it's like, anything, I've got to do
1: this. Is there anything we don't like on the album?
0: Hello. Hello.
2: I, I, I hated the beat. Yeah, I didn't I hated like either. it. Apparently, it was just like, for what me, what are you doing? I love that song. I think it's he does like he I, he must know this. He doesn't have a great singing voice, so and I feel like he's <laughs> that's re- why I hate Hello. Uh, well, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the way he's singing on Hello is like <laughs> yo, yo, turn his mic off. Yeah, no,
0: nah, I wasn't I crazy about it. Beat. It was ugly. It was disgusting. It just didn't make you, so sense. That. Yeah, and
2: apparently it was so popular as well. But I was like, I don't know what you guys are hearing.
1: No, I really liked it. One thing I really didn't like on the album. And I'm not gonna lie, I think it hasn't aged for me. Is Wet Dreams? Now I'll caveat at with this: when you hear the beat, mm. Mm, don't listen to the lyrics. Hear the beat; it's a fantastic beat. Yeah, it's like a DJ prem- premiere beat. It's a like, like I could imagine like Nas on that beat. I can imagine him spitting hard on that beat. Yeah, and he talks about his trials and tribulations as a. Obviously, he's good at storytelling, so it sounds good, and people still love that song to this day. But for me, it sounds silly. It just didn't age very well.
0: But if you if you're like if you're from the ages of fourteen, yeah, I want to say if you're if you're from the ages of fourteen up until, I want to say eighteen, yeah, and you're listening to that song, that song carries weight
1: in your yeah. like, Do you
0: that. know sometimes
2: it's not something stuff isn't always made for us? And um, do you know what it is? I think we just aged out of it because when I first heard that, I was like, "That's this hard as This, bit, like, this yeah, is such yeah. good storytelling." But
1: I get what he was trying to do. Yeah, like yeah. he he made a song called "Dreams" on um the warm up. And it was a, it's a similar kind of mindset and like it but it's from like him his perspective as like a mid twenties guy. So it was like this is basically like a prequel to that song. So when you hear it, it's like a similar trajectory. Mm. But I just feel like the execution hasn't aged as well. But that's my only complaint
2: really. And hello. Mm. The album is for me, it's this ten out of ten. Yeah. I, I I couldn't agree more. Like I think it's perfect execution. It's him at the height of his powers. Thoroughly enjoyed. And I'd be surprised. I don't think I've ever heard a bad word about this album. And I think that's it's highest praise, personally. On my Insta, it was
1: 93%. It's a classic. Oh, someone geez. someone prays no, but she said she did it to troll me, so...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, yeah. Do that more, that's hilarious. Yeah.
1: All right. I hope you guys enjoy this. E-Man came up with an amazing idea, and hopefully we'll do more of it. Yeah, 1000%. Let us know if there's anything you want us to to discuss.
0: And something within the the, the sound of what... Collectively, like to listen to. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. give us no like. Slip space knock. that.
0: Well, yeah. Don't give us no Slipknot, man. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know that you know the music industry puts demons in music and musics and CDs and stuff like that for you to listen to. But Slipknot is just outward singing worship. I'm not really here for that. Yeah. So
1: next week we'll be doing Slipknot, and we'll see y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all there.
0: Man said Slipknot. <laughs> slipknot. All right.
1: Yeah. We out. Bye.